In Passing is a podcast by the Center for Faith Engagement at Andrews University. It's a place for conversations about life and faith, all in the time it takes to get a burrito from the gazebo. It's a podcast that highlights real conversations with real people all across Andrews University. This is In Passing. What up, everyone? It is Angel Pereira. I am happy to be back. We took a little, uh, not sabbatical, but a little break, just trying to get all our classes and stuff in order. And I'm here with uh, with you, with your boy Mikey. Yeah, not our Lenny. She's a. Uh, we fired her. We finally just kicked her off. <laughs> I'm kidding. Our Lenny wasn't feeling good. So shout out to you, our Lenny. We love you very much. Hope you feel better. Hope you get the rest you deserve. And you're definitely missed. You know, there's. Just too many, too many guys down here right now. We need, <laughs> you know, some testosterone. <laughs> it's, it's final season, so um, we're hearing everybody out right now. Yeah, um, there's, it's just that energy, dude. It's energy. How are, how are you feeling about finals? Um, they're they're there. Like yeah. there, there's a week, and it's on my calendar. But I'm just, I'm just gonna show up. At least we have the revelation final online in in the bag. Hello. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we have. We have a special guest today. Very special. Um, Angel, you really got to meet our guest. How, how'd you guys, how'd you meet this guy? Honestly, I was at the gym and, you know, I work at the gym. I work out at the gym and I saw this guy running laps upstairs, but he wasn't even really like running. He was kind of like skipping, jogging, moving his shoulders around. I was like, this guy's kind of cool looking. And then like I kept working out, I kept working and I saw him go outside and he was doing martial arts. I'm like, no, okay, this guy's like super cool. Middle, I mean, middle of winter, middle of winter. Imagine if it was middle of winter. No, it was, it was when there was still like light outside. Oh. So I was like, yo, who is this guy? And I bumped into him like in the locker rooms with Zach. Shout out to Zach, our first guy on the podcast. I was like, yo, you're the karate guy. <laughs> and he just kind of smiled and he's like, yeah, I guess that's me. But we're here with Paul Kim, the karate guy. And I'm so excited, Paul. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for everything. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. Yeah. So a little bit about you, Paul, from what, you know, we've had a chance to talk. You're from Toronto. You are just a sage, if I can call you that. Like you you are very wise and it just radiates off of you. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Tell us about your Andrews experience because you you did undergrad here, correct? Yeah, I did my undergrad in photography. Uh huh. Then you went to Toronto, got some different type of work, and in a roundabout way, crazy way, God brought you back to the seminary. Yeah, God has a way of you know bringing you back. I didn't expect to be in the seminary, but in 2018, I really did have a very spiritual experience that really changed the trajectory of my life. And my name is Paul, but it really felt like a Paul-like experience. So mm. it uh, feels like a miracle because, you know, I was someone who really strayed from the church. I was more like a prodigal son who had to return. So it was nice to have God call you back in such a wonderful way. So what was that like, if you don't mind, just maybe giving a little bit more detail as to like, what was that moment? What was that breakthrough moment that just said, this is it? Well, I guess I was being really healthy at the time. But I was really pursuing some sort of spiritual experience. And there were so many things that I was doing that seemed to all combine to make this experience happen. And I guess one day, I guess I had a near-death experience that wasn't a near-death experience, but it kind of felt like a near-death experience because it's like my whole life flashed before my eyes and a whole bunch of knowledge that I didn't think it was possible 
for this type of experience to happen. It was some sort of spiritual metaphysical experience that I couldn't explain. But that was enough to really awaken me, to make, it, make me really want to pursue more religious things. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit more about this experience? What what happened? Was it an accident? Was it just a bad trip? Like, what, oh, you know, that's, that's the thing. You would think that it was like a bad trip or something, but it wasn't really a bad trip. I was, I guess it was fasting. The mm. fasting and the yoga, it was like my mind, my body, and my soul were all really at peace. And during that time, I was still struggling with other things in my life, but I was just in my car and then... I guess it's like everything that I studied in my life that I never understood suddenly hit me and it all made sense for some reason. But it was, it was almost as if a whole bunch of energy was being shot into my head mm. and it's like a beam of light was shot. And it was such an intense amount of energy where all this information was flashing into my mind, like how people describe in their near-death experiences. And it only lasted a few seconds. But I was like, maybe that's what these prophets experienced before and why your body is a temple and if you really do purify it. Because I was doing some serious fasting. You know, I started in November 1st in 2017. And then on January 18th, 2018, that's when this experience happened. So I was being, I really, really devoted myself to purifying my, my temple. Mm. And it's not just like physically, it was mentally, it was spiritually, and I didn't expect it to happen, but it did. And when it did, it really changed the trajectory of my life completely. I was going to ask, so you have a lot of wisdom and you said like all your life, you've kind of always sought out just to know more, just to have experiences. You're pretty open to new experiences, but what would you say is the most wisdom you've ever received? Like from what places or people or what is it that like those big ones, those big moments of wisdom that you felt like, man, this, this hit me. The big aha moments, mm. big aha moments. You know, it has to do with the Bible. I guess when I was really reading the Bible, I really started taking it to heart. I grew up Seventh-day Adventist. So when you hear it and it's just kind of in the background and you don't really take it seriously, but when you really start listening to it and really start applying it to your life, my life really started changing. I really realized that what this Jesus guy is talking about is really, really important. Yeah. And, you know, with my name being Paul, I really found that the Apostle Paul had so much beautiful wisdom to talk about. So I really took a lot of things that he said to heart. I loved how honest he was, how he would talk about his own personal struggles. And that's what I liked about other pastors, when pastors were being more personal and being really real, being really genuine. And I think that's what people really enjoy, when people are being really authentic. So in the spirit of authenticity, I think that maybe one of the big themes at Andrews is people trying to find their spiritual walk. A lot of people don't. With this generation, they might not subscribe so much to the title of Adventist, but they claim to be a God follower or a Christ follower. As someone who's voyaged into spirituality, into even movie making and kind of like that career, that life out there, what do you suggest to someone who's trying to find their spiritual walk? What would I suggest? Mm. You know, I know that God is working with everyone and he doesn't give up on anyone. Jeremiah 29, 11 always comes to mind. He always wants us to prosper. He'll never leave you. And 
I really take the book of Daniel to heart. From chapter one, it talks about just the little things, the little things of just eating pure. For that reason, he was given the ability to interpret his dreams better. And my dreams have been guiding me. So if someone's on their spiritual walk, know that God has never left you. And if you really start listening to the Bible and how the dreams are so important for you, that's a huge thing. I heard this really cool quote that always stuck with me. Uninterpreted dream is like an unopened message from God. And we'd always wonder about certain dreams that I had, and they wouldn't make sense, but eventually they would. Like when I look back at it, it's like that dream, oh, that's what that was about. And God's guiding everyone. He talks to me just like how he talks to everyone, just like how he talked to Joseph, just like how he talked to Daniel or Nebuchadnezzar. He talks to everyone through your dreams. And if you really do embrace that, you know, you know that God's always leading you. Mm -hmm. So use discernment in getting your dreams right because I be having some dreams sometimes that I'm like chasing after a giraffe and the next thing you know, I'm like <laughs> fighting Kukulkan, you know? So I'm like, wait a minute, I don't know if this dream has much symbolism. But then I have dreams where I wake up and shoot out of bed. I was like, yo, God is here or something is here, mm -hmm. you know? How, how can we discern well, well, that's the thing. When you look at your dreams and when you even look at the book of Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar had these dreams and Daniel had these dreams and they were saying the same thing. So God always talks to you in this abstract way. It's very intuitive. You can't rationalize your intuitive mind. You have to really try and use more of your feeling. Don't think it out. Just trust your intuition. God has given you these special gifts. And when we have our mind, I understand that we really do use our minds in a really rational way. And that's how the world is, because we're so rational with our own thoughts. But God has given us this intuitive gift, and we've really forgotten about the other half of who we are. You know, we have two hemispheres in our brain. One is that the rational part of our mind, and the other part is the intuitive part of our mind. Mm. But we've really neglected the intuitive part of who we are, and that's a part of our spirituality. I really feel that that's like the bigger part of who we are. I heard you speak a bit about just little little nuggets there of health, that journey of spirituality. So was there ever a time, I, I sense a, a, like as we're talking, the more I talk to you, you just have this clarity. You just, when you speak, you're just like, this is clear to me. Karate and, does that to you, bro. Yeah, but in those sense, yeah, the physical sense, but like even what you put into your body and stuff, we've got the proof on that. We can watch a lot of YouTube and videos on those things and a lot of experts. But for you, I just want to get into your life. Was there ever a time that you didn't live that way? If you didn't live that way, what were the differences now? And Because now I know you do this for real because you're, you're so clear on what you think and what you believe about your experiences. But was there ever a time where it wasn't clear because of your health choices? Oh, definitely. There was definitely a time, and I think... I was the most, I weighed the most, did not look healthy. When I looked at myself in the mirror, I was like, wow, I do not. And this is when I was working in an ad agency in Toronto. And my position was the director of visual arts. And I was very unhappy in this corporate environment. It was still too worldly. You know, your, their clients were the beer store, the clients were all these commercial industries. And that's not really what, I wanted it to be about. I really wanted it to be more about the health message, especially growing up Seventh-day Adventist. I really love just being healthy. But yeah, man, just your body is a temple and the Bible really testifies to that. And if you really do purify it, you really do become a really pure channel 
and you think so much more clearer you know if you're drinking alcohol you know people like let me tell you what i really think about you you know it's like right. when you're intoxicated <laughs> you know right. when you're angry you're not thinking right anger makes you stupid and don't be angered if you act out of anger that's not the way to go you know it's, it says this in the bible all the time so just using that part of really being pure in mind body and spirit that's so important mm. Thank you so much cuz sometimes, you know, I've had certain people in my life that that's all they've known is the health side, but I'm glad you gave an experience of saying like, no, I know what it's like to be unclear. I know what it's like to feel like everything's just all over the place, but now with the sense of these choices, these daily choices that you make for your health have just changed the game of your mental clarity and just your overall spiritual clarity as a whole. So, I really appreciate that. And I I also want to attest to <laughs> It's crazy. Like, this is a divine appointment. You know, it was a, a divine appointment that we bumped into each other in the locker room because, and wow, I'm going to be pretty open here, but recently um, I was looking back into possibly smoking weed mm -hmm. and getting back into that just because my anxiety has been through the roof. I had been struggling just so much. Like, depression has been kind of kicking my butt and you know it's that time of the year seasonal depression whatever finals and it's like i was looking at this shovel and trying to look at the grave that i buried weed in i was like mm, but maybe maybe this might help and like just the way god had been speaking to me recently in and even watching my wife and kids which is like a tv show <laughs> the second episode like literally fact check me the second episode of the first season they catch junior which is like one of the the kids smoking weed and they mess with him and and michael who is the father gives this incredible speech and it was just like that day that i was thinking about it is the day that i started watching that show and god kind of spoke to me there he also was speaking to me through scripture and therapy and today this kind of was the nail on the coffin that it's like hey we're moving forward and wow. we're doing this with a clear mind a Amen. clear conscience and a wonderful temple so thank you bro mm. thank you for real honestly I mean, there's so much like you would have to be another guest because I know that you have so much wisdom to share. Yeah. But um, if you could, and this will be maybe the final question, if you could tell anything to Andrews, let's say Andrews University right now is listening, faculty, seminary, undergrad, everyone, what is, what is on your heart? What is something that you want people to see thrive in? If you always just come from a place of love, and not from a place of fear, you'll always be in a good place. A lot of people work out of a place of fear because they're worried about their job security, about how much money they're going to make. But know that God's never going to leave you. He'll always give you what you need when you need. And he's done that for me. And he's done that for so many people that I've met in the seminary that testify to that. And that's because they're coming here and they're acting out of faith, not out of fear. So always act out of faith. Always act out of love and never out of fear. Because if you act out of fear, it only leads to more fear. But if you act out of love, God will show you so much. He's shown me so much. He's shown so many others. There is no fear in love. <laughs> hey, there it is. The pure love drives out fear. Mm. Amen, man. Wow. <laughs> um, Paul, anyone you want to shout out? Anything you want to shout out? Oh, well, just a shout out to the seminary because it's been such a blessing. And like so many other seminarians, it's been such a struggle to get there. But, you know, I realized that these struggles in life, if we didn't struggle, we would not grow stronger. So I pray that we plant seeds of success and seeds of love. And 
Like the seed that has to struggle through the darkness for three days, you'll eventually break through to the light. And afterwards, you're definitely going to flower. Definitely, definitely going to bear fruit. It's God's plan for you to prosper. That goes to show you how big the seminary is too, because I, I have yet to see you in there, man. You know, we bumped into <laughs> each other in the gym and it's been wonderful, man. Guys, thank you for listening. Uh, we want to shout out our sponsor, our cohorts at Proximity Vespers. Paul, they're probably definitely going to get you up there in proximity at some point, man, because you got wisdom to share. And then lastly, our social media. Yes. Uh, follow us on AU in passing. In passing AU. I'm so sorry. In passing AU. That was a test for all of you. Yes. Um, but a, uh, in passing. In passing AU. AU. Yeah. So once again, guys, I'm Angel. And I'm Arlene. No, I'm, I'm Mike Ayala. <laughs> and you are not going to want to pass this up. Thanks for listening.